0: Hey guys, I'm Randy. And I'm Daniel. We're two lifelong friends and musicians, but when we're not playing gigs, we like to talk games. And today on the Game and Gig podcast, we're taking a trip back to Midgard for all the gods, trolls, and broken pottery your heart desires as we discuss God of War Ragnarok.
1: Okay, so first things first, Daniel. uh, I will say that this discussion is going to be spoiler free. From Randy. It will be spoiler free. And if we From accidentally me. say anything that's spoilery, I will go back and edit it out. Yeah. We'll to fix it in post. To ensure that if you're watching this and you haven't finished uh, Ragnarok, which we haven't either. No. So don't spoil anything for us. Um, but we're kind of give our, you know, impressions of it so far. We're both a fair ways into the game, but yeah. um, we're going to keep it spoiler-free, but we are going to talk about the game, and if you're on the fence, maybe we can convince you or maybe dissuade you. Who knows? We'll see. Yeah.
0: And I'm just going to tell you straight up right now, buy it. Buy it. You don't have to watch the rest of the podcast. Just turn it off. Go buy it. But yeah. Hashtag, who cares about retention rate?
1: <laughs> no, we care about retention rate. Stay with us. Please stay. Please. Please just, just, just begging for people to stay work?
0: Yeah. I think it does. It would work on me. So.
1: Okay, so... Ragnarok is out, and uh, I guess the first thing we can kind of talk about is how similar or different is it than the first God of War, God of War twenty well, eighteen. I shouldn't say it's the first God of War, but the most recent God of War.
0: Yeah, the re the reboot. The reboot. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, it's very similar. Yeah. You know, it's it's clearly built on the same bones. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some reused things that that jump out at you, but not in a bad way because the first game was great. Um, but it's very similar, mm-hmm. but they've added to it a- and in a great way. I think I-, I haven't found anything that they've tweaked or added that I didn't think was better.
1: Yeah, it's definitely an example of you know a timely sequel because I mean think about it. it's only been four years, mm-hmm. and it's in order to do something as large of a scale and as Ragnarok is, it's going to have to work off the bones of its predecessor. Right? Oh, it's yeah. just not going to be done in four years.
0: And thankfully, it had great bones.
1: Right. Right. But it is very similar. I mean, combat is largely exactly like it was in the first game for the yeah, most
0: part. It it is. I mean, you know, you uh, – man, this is where the part where we have to be careful about spoilers. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, uh,
1: we, we won't give away anything. We can say that there's some things.
0: Yeah, I mean, there there's things that you have in this game, you know – from early on that maybe you didn't in the first game and uh mm-hmm. you know, that opens up some possibilities combat wise in the beginning that maybe you wouldn't have had in the previous game. Or, right, right. Uh but yeah, I mean it's it's largely the same and it's still great. Right. Like so, so good.
1: If you really liked the combat in the first game, you're gonna love the combat in Ragnarok. And now that I've kind of been playing through it, it reminds me of how these games, God of War and God of War Ragnarok, they have I think it may be the best combat out of any video game that I can think of currently.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, like in a big single-player right. kind of experience like right. this. I mean, I'm
1: not talking like Smash or something, yeah. you know, that has arguably, you know, like, it's very different. But in terms of, the, yeah. yeah, like single-player. It might. Yeah. I
0: can't think of any, any game that I think has better combat. Yeah,
1: it's the only game that I think of that gives me a similar feel is something like Doom um, in terms of, like, makes you feel super powerful and, like, yeah. you do all this crazy stuff.
0: Yeah, Doom Doom makes you feel totally BA the right. whole time, right? And so does this game,
1: right? So it's kind of a similar vibe, but I think that I prefer the uh, the combat in, in the God of War and, and Ragnarok.
0: Oh, I definitely do. Yeah, but I mean, Doom is cool, but God of War is forever. Yeah,
1: so the combat is phenomenal. If that is probably my favorite thing about it, and uh, luckily, you know, that's the the bulk of the gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, would you say it's hack and slash? Like, how would you describe the combat?
0: I mean, to a certain extent, but just like any good hack and slash game, it's got combos and skills that you get to work in, and to the point where it's really not just mashing buttons. It's, no, no, no. There's strategy to it, and it, it gets into this, like, beautiful flow mm-hmm. that I love. When it's really clicking for me, it is just, and it all looks so cool. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it just all makes you feel so cool.
1: Yeah. And I think w- w- before we started the podcast, you were playing. Mm-hmm. And um, what I noticed is that your combat style is very different than the way I approach combat in the game. And um, I don't think either, you know, is a good or bad. That's a good or bad thing. But I think what it shows is that the game isn't just like a one thing you can do. It mm-hmm. The combat is uh, complex enough to where you can really kind of develop your own style and it'll work. It doesn't like the game doesn't pigeonhole you.
0: Mm-hmm. What do you do differently than me?
1: Uh, primarily, I think that you you seem to use the weapons way more than I do. Mm-hmm. Like you, you're constantly swapping between Leviathan Axe, and you know, in the Blades of Chaos. Uh, <laughs> I don't think
0: that's a spoiler. I don't think it
1: is either. Um, you're constantly swapping between weapons, and um, you know, you're kind of chaining them together. Mm-hmm. Whereas I do a lot of like, uh, I usually get rid of the weapons and i more use more of the hand, you know, like the punches and I do a lot of the shield blocks. I do a lot of those sorts of things
0: mm-hmm. and
1: I try to build up the stun meter mm-hmm. and then use. And then once I do that, I kind of use those finishers that come up once you build up yeah, the stun meter, the stun grabs. Yeah. And you, you didn't seem to do hardly any of that.
0: Yeah. now I did actually start doing more of that today when I was playing because you because of you telling me that you use the hands a lot and that it builds up stun so much faster I did it a lot yeah. uh, this morning but the stuff that you saw me doing was like a mini boss fight yeah and it wasn't I wasn't doing it then maybe I should but uh, it works
1: great in fact I think it works best on mini bosses because mm. the uh, once you build up that stun you know like that takes a big chunk of their health out and, yeah. you, and then you don't feel like you're having to like a lot of uh, in this game, I noticed a lot of it is just like barely chipping away at people, you know, especially the mini bosses and bosses. Mm -hmm. You're just kind of barely chipping away a little bit at a time. Yeah. And uh, some of the bosses can feel like, you know, you got to be really patient and work your way through them. Mm -hmm. Um, But that kind of makes it for us that are less patient. Yeah. uh, It makes it a little easier to get through them.
0: I don't want to play this game very patiently, though. Like I was telling you, like I want to be more aggressive. Like I played the first game pretty patiently. Right. And um, it's more fun to just... Go balls to the wall and
1: yeah, I agree. I think it is. I you know just for uh, so you guys know where we're at. um, I'm a fair. I'm I'm a good bit. I shouldn't say a good bit, but I'm I'm a decent bit ahead of you in the game. You
0: said you're about eleven hours
1: in. Yeah, I'm like eleven hours. So
0: according to the stats we've seen, you're about halfway through the game. Yeah, maybe a little more. Right, and I'm eight hours in. So. Yeah, you're you're a little bit ahead of me.
1: Um, and I know where you're at. And um, I have run across some bosses and many bosses that I feel like have forced me to be more patient. Mm. Like, that force you to be a little more defensive. And, mm-hmm. like, you, if you try to get up in their face, like, you're just not going to survive. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like in the first game, there was a lot more of that. There was. Yeah. There
0: was a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: But that being said, it, it seems like if you're willing to be patient and just wait, like... Uh, it really makes things a lot easier.
0: Mm -hmm. And you have some, you know, really good ranged options too with the axe. Like, Oh yeah. I've upgraded the, uh, both of the charge throws,
1: you Mm -hmm. know, and uh, they're great. Mm -hmm. I use them quite a bit. So the combat is awesome. Um, But a big, another big part of the game is that it has a lot of puzzles. It does. And um, I think that that was one of the, big complaints I heard people uh, say about the first game is that they felt like the puzzles slowed down the action and that, you know, if anyone had complaints about the first game, it was that they didn't like that the, it was so puzzle focused.
0: Hmm. I mean, I see that, I guess. If you, maybe you were into the place st- the, the old God of Wars and, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't play those. So I, I may be kind of speaking out of turn here, but I feel like they're probably not very puzzly. They seemed extremely hack and slash. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they did have puzzles, I don't know. But, uh, you know, maybe if you're coming in with that sort of expectation, Mm -hmm. I can see maybe why you would feel that way. But uh, I don't think the puzzles are, like, overly complex. Uh, They don't take very long. No. I don't know. I I think they're good.
1: One of the things that I think Ragnarok has improved upon is that I feel like there are less mandatory puzzles than the first game. And now the puzzles are largely, like, you know, side things that you can skip if you want.
0: I was about to say that. There's a lot of that.
1: Yeah.
0: A lot of there, those are, you can skip. If you there don't are a want lot to. of
1: there are still the occasional like mandatory puzzle you have to do this to progress to get through mm-hmm. a section. But they're they're few and far between. Yeah, and they're to
0: me they're they're rewarding. Like once once it clicks, which it takes like two minutes for it to click mm-hmm. for me. It doesn't take very long. And then it feels good and then there we go. I'm finding more elves.
1: Right, right. So I mean the the puzzles I think are um Similar quality. I don't think that they're like any better or worse than the first game. I feel like they're similar. But the thing I do like is that there's less mandatory ones. Um, mm-hmm. But I've been doing most of the side ones too because I, I like collecting the loot and I like upgrading stuff. And you, if you want to do that, um, you can. You know, you're going to have to do those puzzles.
0: Yeah, I think all the armor sets that I've seen so far look really cool. So like, I want to complete them. And yeah, I'm, I'm... I'm having fun going off off the beaten path. Then in fact, you walked in on me doing that today.
1: Yeah, I Mm do. You were doing a little side section that I didn't do because Mm -hmm. I skipped it. Um, But one of the things I wanted to uh, bring up here that I didn't write in our outline is that um, I really, really love the way that um, the game kind of drip feeds the kind of RPG elements Mm -hmm. of the game. I think that that is something that it does very, very well. And a lot of games do very poorly because... Personally, I get very overwhelmed when I go into a game that is just menus upon menus, has tons of upgrades, and it has so many different skill trees and all kinds of stuff like that. Um, And this game certainly has a lot of that. It does. But it does a really good job of introducing you to one little bit at a time, gradually going through. I'm 11 hours in, and I'm still unlocking new sections that you can upgrade. Mm -hmm. They don't give it all at the beginning. They barely feed it to yeah. you just a little bit of time.
0: And the, and you also are constantly getting little pieces to make something better. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not, it's never anything like huge all at once. But it's constantly like a little hit of dopamine, a little hit of dopamine. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's good. It's very good. I had that same thought this morning.
1: Yeah. And, and another thing I think, uh, you know, I am choosing to interact with that stuff and upgrade things and all that stuff. But I also think that. If you're turned off by the more like skill tree RPG things where you're having to upgrade stuff and then, you know, get materials and all that kind of stuff. If you're turned off by that stuff, I do think that if you just completely ignored it, I don't think there it really would be that big of a deal.
0: I don't either. Which Which segues into our next, you know, category, which is the difficulty. I don't think the difficulty is overly... Um, difficult.
1: No. And, and now there <laughs> and we're are we're playing on medium. Yeah, there, there are like what, five difficulty levels that yeah. you get at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and it starts you out on the, the very medium one which is like called Give, give me, me Balance. Medium. Yeah, Give Me Balance. And we're both playing on that and uh, I have found that I think that it, it really is they. the perfect balance. It's I'm very averse to uh, very difficult games and uh, I don't like a game that is way too hard that I feel like is frustrating. I'm Will absolutely turn down the difficulty if I think that a game is too difficult. this in no way is too difficult at all in fact, mm-hmm. I think that um I think that I could even bump it up a difficulty level and and still feel mm-hmm. okay about it,
0: yeah, maybe I don't know me and Frankie tried to do a new game plus of the twenty eighteen God of War and i I don't know what difficulty we played it on,
1: probably probably the God of War setting which probably is the, the God the, of War setting which is like the top one that you're given to initially,
0: yeah, it was um. It was ridiculous. Yeah. So I don't know.
1: I don't know. I mean, I feel like the one that I'm the medium one that it starts you out on, I feel like it's really great. I yeah. feel like it's hard enough to where mm-hmm. I definitely die,
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: but it's not so hard that I die over and over and over and over and just feel like I can't get past somebody. Yep. I have definitely run across bosses where I probably have died, I'm going to guess like a maximum of five or six times on one boss. But I In feel God like, of War? In Ragnarok? In Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, like, that's a lot of dying. But it was never I was always feeling like, okay, I can get it if I just do this one more time, you know, like. I'm trying to think. I, I probably died
0: four times mm-hmm. against this one boss.
1: Yeah. Specifically the boss that gave me so much trouble was the one that I was telling you about earlier and I don't think you actually did that one. Mm-hmm. Um, it was an optional side boss that was really tough for me. I don't know. I think it was just, you know, I don't know, it was also fairly early in the game. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, yeah, I think the difficulty's perfect. I think they really balanced it quite nice agreed and the fact that they have difficulty options you know if you want to if it's too hard for you bump it down or if it's too easy bump it up you know Mm -hmm. and you can do that at any point in the game I, I think
0: I think yeah you can but I think there is a limit on the give me god of war difficulty I think you can start on it and I think you can bump it down but you can't put it back on that once you take it away. Oh. It said something Probably like that.
1: something like, because that's probably achievement related. And they yeah. probably give you a certain achievement if you do it on that. And they probably, probably. Yeah. So if you bump it down, you can't bump it back up at the very end to get that achievement. I think that's what it said. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. So um, what about the, uh, you know, obviously we, the story we really can't talk about much without giving spoilers.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but what's your thoughts on the story? And, and it is vague, <clears throat> but still.
0: <laughs> the story is my favorite part. And that is um, really saying something after we just gushed about the gameplay because right. it's also amazing. But uh, I think Norse mythology is freaking awesome, and the first God of War game is what got me into Norse mythology. That's how good it is. And so I've watched a lot of YouTube videos and and done some reading since then. And the way they like work Kratos and Atreus <laughs> into this like pantheon and this vast mythology of all these gods. And characters, um, is so good, and it makes and like I'm constantly thinking like, oh my god, like once they get to the end, they're gonna have to do this because this is what actually happens in mythology. But then like Kratos is here and Atreus is here and like how how are they gonna you know like I'm constantly thinking about theories and um, I just think it's so freaking fantastic. Mm-hmm. I, I really really love it, and I know how epic Ragnarok is in Norse mythology. So I cannot wait to get to the end of this game. But I don't want to rush there.
1: Right. Um, yeah, I think that the story is also, I, I agree with you. Um, I think that it's, you know, kind of very outlandish and epic, but that's the way it should be. Mm-hmm. You know? It's exactly the way it should be. Yeah. The story is good uh, so far.
0: Right? Yeah, they're going to have to really screw it up for me to not just be over the moon with this.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, So far, I'm really, really happy with the story. And I think that overall, I'm just really happy with the level of polish that's been put in this game. It really shows that, like, Mm -hmm. when we have other games that are coming out, that come out and they're just not finished games. Yeah. This is a great example. Cyberpunk. (laughs) Right. Well, I mean, like, there's tons of them, right? I mean, There's so many other examples beyond that. I may not be done coughing. I don't know. But... So many games come out and they really just don't have that like final level of polish. You can tell they rushed them out to hit a, you know, a date. And I had a fear <coughs> Yeah. And I had a fear that Ragnarok would be that way because I felt like they were trying to get it out for holiday. Yeah. But that's not the case. This game nope. has that level of polish. There's no jank to it. No.
0: It's real and it's probably largely because because it was built on some really good bones. Right, exactly. Yeah. But that's okay. I don't care how they accomplished it. They did it. Right, I mean, they didn't have to put out some massive like, you know, bug patch day one to mm -hmm. fix the game because you couldn't play it. Like, they didn't have to do that.
1: Um, No, I mean that brings us to like the one disappointment that I know you have because you told me about it yesterday, Mm -hmm. Um, and that is probably lends to why why this is so polished is that it's really a PS4 game. It's not a PS5 game.
0: Yeah. Now we're both playing it on PS5, and obviously it's running great. But yeah, what really disappointed me is the lack of adaptive trigger, dual sense support.
1: Mm-hmm. And I do think that if it had been a PS5 exclusive, there would have been a lot more of that.
0: Uh, had to be, must have, been. would have had to be.
1: Yeah, but and there is
0: it- some of that. Like every now and then, it kicks in, and you're like, "Oh, that's weird." Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted to be there constantly. Like I wanted the axe to have it, you know, mm-hmm. and and it doesn't, and that that did kind of hurt me.
1: Right, but. I, I do think that overall you can tell it's a PS4 game, but not in a bad way.
0: No, it's like the best PS4 game ever.
1: Right. <laughs> well, I mean, like, and, and one could argue that the first God of War game was like the best game of the PS4 generation. And mm-hmm. now we've just, you know, we've got another. Yeah. That, Um. well, what we'll does decide? You know, we're not done yet. So, what will the save the, right. is it better than the first one or are they equal or is like, we just, mm-hmm. I'm not ready to say yet. I'm I, not either. You know. I I know where I'm leaning right
0: now, but I made hours in.
1: Yeah. So, but that kind of brings us to, you know, is it, is God of War Ragnarok the best game that has come out, new game that's come out this year?
0: Well, we were talking about that last night, and uh, I think we both think, for us right now, yes.
1: Yeah. Will it, I think that it'll certainly be a nominee for game of the year, and right now, as things stand, I don't want to give away my vote, you know, but... Um, I think that I don't. I don't think what else I would vote for. Yeah, besides, don't give away
0: your vote, Reid. Yeah, well, yeah,
1: Not that anyone cares about how I vote for Game of the Year at the Game Awards, but I, I do love voting at, for the Game Awards. I always do it, and uh, I'm. I think right now I'm definitely voting for Ragnarok, and I don't see yeah. how it's not going to be there.
0: Oh, it'll definitely be there, and I don't know. I think it'll be between that and Elden Ring. I really do. Right. And, and
1: people loved Elden Ring. People loved it. it. Elden Ring was not my cup of tea at all. So for me, it's like an easy, like I'm definitely not, you know, I know that I'm voting for Ragnarok and I don't think that there's many other games that give it, you know, competition. I think that there's going to be a Horizon Forbidden West, I think will certainly be there. But for me, mm-hmm. that was, although it was a great game, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a, as good of a game as Ragnarok so far. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah. What about you? You think it's going to be your game of the year?
0: It's got to be. Yeah.
1: I mean, what are they going to do?
0: Throw out a new Super Smash Brothers?
1: <laughs> no, definitely not.
0: They're not releasing a new Zelda.
1: You don't think. Uh, uh, they already put out Last of Us. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet's going to give it any competition? I don't. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I don't. What about. Um, uh, what was the Pokemon game we got? Uh, Arceus? Arceus, yeah. Nope. Nope. I sure don't. Um, you know. That was now, a joke, by the way, guys. I know. Uh, obviously, Pokemon game
0: is. Not- uh, maybe one of them uh, farming RPGs. Mm. Uh, that squares put out harvestella harvestella there you go i might vote for that i might ride it in
1: <laughs> you're just gonna have to be a write-in because that's mm-hmm. certainly not gonna be there okay. yeah so um now you guys know our thoughts on this but let's let's go into the poll and we did a poll on uh, ragnarok at you know kind of gauging people's interest in the game and then <clears> we have a lot of comments on this so uh, yeah we do there's a lot to talk about here so we asked, do you plan to play God of War Ragnarok? And um, 18% of people said at launch. I thought that number was low. I did too. But then we had a, a huge number of 49% of people said they're going to play it eventually. I said, you need to play this at launch, guys. Come on. Swap mm-hmm. this around. Yeah. But what's crazy is only 33% of people said they're not interested, which I think that number is very low. Yeah. Which is I mean, uh, great. It's good for Ragnarok. Yeah,
0: I mean, I, I don't think anybody should not be interested in this game because I think it's worthy of your attention. But, yeah. I mean, you know, you see that number higher a lot of times. So Oh, you
1: know, you know I've done the same poll, you know, yeah. asking, do you plan to play whatever game? And almost always, it's, you know, above 50% of people say they're not interested. Mm-hmm. You know, I asked about Harvestella and it was like 90% of people said they weren't playing that. So,
0: yeah. And our statistics are getting uh, more and more viable here as our sample size grows. I mean, we got a thousand votes on this poll. Right, yeah. So,
1: um, you're looking at a lot, of, a lot of people who are interested in this game and they want to play it at least eventually. But I, I kind of figured that at launch number would be higher.
0: Yeah, I did too.
1: Maybe it's just because it's a $70 game. Maybe, that, maybe that's what's turning people off. worth it. It's an expensive game. They're expensive.
0: Well, I'm going to start us out on these comments here. Maybe. All right. Go for it. <clears throat> so old Joe Smo, Joe Smo, Not Joe Schmo. Joe Smo. Joe Smough. Says, uh, on PC.
1: Hey, when okay. I, so you're going to have to wait a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if they've announced um, if or when it's coming to PC. I'm sure it will.
0: Do we ever find out if 2018's on
1: PC? You yeah. That 2018 out? God of War came to PC earlier this year, like okay. January or something. That's what I thought. Yeah. Like the beginning of this year. So... Yeah, I mean, I think that if you don't have a, uh, I don't know, I don't know if I'd want to wait just to play it on PC.
0: Well, I mean, if your only other alternative is to buy a PlayStation Five and you don't want to spend the money, well, you can
1: you can play it on PS Four, right? So,
0: well, if you don't have one, it's one. Like, uh, I guess yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, if you yeah. don't have a PlayStation, period. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I mean, and you're not just like dying to play it. I mean, I can see it, but I think if you have a PlayStation, just play the game.
1: If you have not I think <clears throat> you even have your PS4. I, from what I've heard, the PS4 version is fine. I haven't I heard. I haven't heard people. Maybe I've missed it, but I haven't heard people be like, "Oh, the PS4 version is awful." I no, haven't I heard mean, that. I'm sure it's low frame rate and you know mm-hmm. stuff like that, but still, it's probably like 1080 30. Which, um, speaking of, didn't you say that the performance mode on PS5 was 4K 120? That seems yeah, insane to me. I that read, doesn't seem uh, right. That doesn't seem right to me. Man, you're making me Google stuff mid podcast. It just doesn't seem right to me. But on PC, you can get whatever your PC will let you do. So,
0: um, yeah, Man, I read they... something yesterday when I was looking it up.
1: Because um, I'm playing it in performance mode, trying um, to try get the high frame rate. Okay, high like...
0: frame rate mode. So, what is high frame rate mode?
1: Yeah. Now I have a 120 hertz television that can do 4K 120, but. I didn't figure this game would could do that. Um,
0: but, this is a stupid article. Uh, so performance mode is 4K 60. 4K 60. But what's the high frame rate mode?
1: Well, from what I understand, there was only two options that I No,
0: there was an option that was grayed out for me because I'm playing it on my monitor here, which is not high frame rate. Um, I don't
1: know. Maybe one of you guys can get to us and let us know. <laughs>
0: Maybe I just found bad information yesterday.
1: Yeah, that doesn't seem right. But um I- anyway, yeah, on PC you can have all kinds of options and do whatever you want.
0: Yeah. Anyway, oh, I don't know. I'll, Sorry, I'll, we'll, we'll figure
1: it we'll figure it out later. So mm-hmm. next we had uh Gis Gislian. Gislian. Gislian Fouda said Pro Xbox voted for not interested. Yes. Yeah, I mean maybe. Maybe you don't have a. If you're really pro Xbox, yeah, I don't see. You probably haven't played the first game, and maybe you're very anti playing the second one.
0: Yeah, and maybe we should have a fourth option on these that says, like, you know, don't, don't have, have a, a PlayStation. Don't have a PlayStation, you know.
1: And maybe someone would have picked that. Yeah. So.
0: Heather Cook, longtime commenter, says, never found these games fun. Heather, I don't know what to say.
1: Well, out, and I asked Heather in a comment on this shit, you didn't reply. <laughs> but I asked, had you played the reboot? Because I think that, these, that mm-hmm. the reboot is very different from the original games. So, yeah. The, honestly, the first, like, I always, before the reboot, God of War never interested me. It just didn't look like a game that I would like. So, and I still really don't have any interest to go back and play the original games. Yeah, I, I never played them. Yeah, me mm-hmm. neither. And, I, and I, they don't look like something I would like. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I would like them a lot. But they definitely didn't seem interesting to me. Mm-hmm. So. Agreed. So let us know, Heather. Did you play, have you played the <clears> reboot? <throat> have you tried the new and improved God of War?
0: Because it is improved.
1: Yeah. All right. Here's with this next one, Daniel. We got.
0: Okay. We have uh, Delusions. Delusions of Grandeur. But he's got some interesting spelling in here. Says, uh, I have no desire to own a PlayStation this gen, so waiting for the PC version. Fair enough. Don't buy one, then.
1: <laughs> no, no desire to own a PlayStation. I mean, like, hmm, this not, is tough. This not is, my job to convince this, you. This is going to have to wait because I think next week we're going to be talking about comparing you know, the mm-hmm. Series X and PS5. So the talking about whether it's worth owning a PS5 is going to have to wait. But um, I don't know. If you have no desire, I mean, heck, if you don't like any of the games that are coming out that are PlayStation exclusives, okay. That's what I'm saying. Don't buy one. Leave it for somebody else, buddy. (laughs) Um... Okay, I realize what you're doing. I realize that I skipped. I should have read that comment because we're going in order here. It's okay. It all works out. It all works out. Okay. So next we have Yawn.
0: Actually, it was going to work
1: out. It it's still going to work I'll, out. I'll do the next yeah. two. Okay. We got Yawn here. Yawn says, not a must play from um, must play immediately to me, even though I own a PS5. I will either wait for it to go on sale or buy it on PC when it comes out there.
0: Yawn, yeah. I think you re- you're doing this all wrong, buddy. You're doing it wrong. You already have the PS5. And don't, waiting
1: for it to go on sale is not going to be a thing that happens because it's not going to go on sale.
0: Yeah, um, I don't think. I think this is a fool's errand.
1: I think isn't. I mean, pretty much from what we've seen, PlayStation's been kind of adopting the yeah. attitude that Nintendo's had and don't drop the price of their games.
0: Yeah, and this is the game of all games. This is the exclusive of all exclusives for them.
1: Yeah, right? right now it is. Right now it is. It's their biggest exclusive right now, so they're not going to drop the price. If you want to play it, I mean, if it's not a must play for you, okay, okay, but. Um, I hope that maybe we've convinced you otherwise through this podcast. I say go try it. Um, Next, we got Pyra Lover. No love for Mithra? No, only Pyra. Okay. No Mithra. um, Said, couldn't interest me less. And what hurt me the most is that this was the most upvoted comment we had, I think.
0: Couldn't interest me less. (sighs) Well, don't buy it then.
1: (laughs) I just don't know why. Okay, and the thing is, here's the thing. I know that if, you, if it couldn't interest you less, you haven't played the first one, or mm-hmm. I'm assuming you haven't played the first one. But I would say that's a pretty safe guess. I would say that you need to try it. It's worth trying. I Go back and play the first one. You really should. We didn't discuss this earlier, but you really should <clears throat> play the first game before you play Ragnarok.
0: Yes, don't just jump into Ragnarok. Not that it's... I mean, you. there is a recap at the beginning of the game. I didn't watch it. Did I you did. watch it? Yeah, I watched I it. I might watch it just to see what it's got. Um,
1: it's very short and gives you very little. It's more. It's obviously meant for people who played the first game just to refresh their memory. Okay.
0: All right. Well, I think you should totally play it. Yeah. Period.
1: Yeah, I think it's worth your time. Play them sure. in order. It's worth your time.
0: All right, are we ready for this next one? Oh, I'm ready. Okay, so Tokyo G, six days ago, said... <laughs> No, nah, I'd rather wait for the new Assassin's Creed. It's more versatile and not repetitive. And Randy, I'm going to tell you what, when I read this comment, my eyes started twitching. <laughs> um, cuz you know how I feel about Assassin's Creed, like I used to love it, mm-hmm. and I feel like it hasn't changed since the since the first one came out. I mean, I, what year was that? What what year was Assassin's I, I don't know. Creed? We, we were in high school. One release date. Assassin's Creed 1 released on November the 13th, 2007. Yeah. Now, I actually didn't go back to Assassin's Creed 1 today, but after I read this comment, I looked up a YouTube video of Assassin's Creed 2 gameplay, because I remember that one being a really good one. And then I went and watched Assassin's Creed Valhalla gameplay, just to confirm what I felt, which is when I played about my 10 or 15 hours of Valhalla, I felt like it had not changed. And I felt like it was almost the same animations, like it looked and felt the same, other than obvious obvious graphical improvement, since it like Assassin's Creed 2. And I'm right. Like the way you like jump to crap, the way you walk around, like it's the same game. God of War has completely reinvented themselves. Mm-hmm. They've completely rebooted the franchise. And um, this is a dumb comment.
1: <laughs> I... <laughs> I'd say that I, I liked Valhalla. Um, Did I think it was a perfect game? No.
0: And I don't want to crap on Valhalla because I I mean it it is neat and it's also Norse and that's cool. But yeah,
1: I liked Valhalla and I can't help but compare God of War with Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I think in a lot of ways it's a lot you know a lot of the same themes and there's a lot of similarities there. So I can't help but compare them. Um, Mm -hmm. And I want to say I liked Valhalla, but it you talk about repetitive, yeah. I mean, that's like the repetitive game. It took me 100 hours to play that game. I'm telling you, it wasn't 100 hours of variety. Yeah. It just wasn't. Yeah, I know.
0: And, and you know, I do want to reiterate that Tokyo G, you're not dumb. That's not what I'm trying to say. I'm just saying these words could have been chosen more carefully.
1: <laughs> no. Um, and that because. Right, he's I,
0: like, no, you are dumb.
1: No, 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 I did not say that. Assassin's Creed. There are a lot of people who love, love, love Assassin's Creed. And um, mm-hmm. I have not played... I played the first game, and I played Valhalla. That is all my experience with Assassin's Creed. And I can understand why people like the games <clears throat> a lot. I enjoy Valhalla a lot.
0: I liked them historically. Yeah. I played 1, 2, 3, Unity, and Black Flag in about 15 hours of Valhalla. Mm-hmm. And I like those games.
1: But they're... I, I'd say that...
0: They haven't changed, though.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's... Weird. Assassin's Creed is one of those franchises that like people really either like they like they love it. It's kind of like the Call of Duty of mm-hmm. op, like of single player games. It is.
0: That's a good comparison.
1: Um, so. It's just, anyway. Anyways, now we got Landon stalling.
0: Don't make my eye twitch, Landon.
1: <laughs> I don't think Landon's going to. Believe it or not, I enjoyed God of War 2018, but I didn't see it as the masterpiece like everyone else did. A good game, but not a great one. Fair enough. Well, I mean, hey, you enjoyed the game. Didn't yeah. think it was a masterpiece. Um I think that the first, that God of War 2018 was a really really great game. I I don't think that any game very few games I would consider masterpiece level. You don't think God of War hits that mark? Masterpiece? Yeah. Um I would say that it was here's the thing I have a really hard time when I'm like thinking of giving rating games like putting like a number on them mm-hmm. um like I feel like I can give a game a 10 out of 10 yeah and still think that it has some flaws I don't because like, I don't think any game is flawless mm-hmm. and I don't think that God of War 2018 was flawless but I't have a hard time calling any game a masterpiece game but I suppose I mean it was a 10 out of 10 game for me.
0: I mean, there are those games that are like undeniably masterpieces. Like Breath of the Wild. Mhm. That's a masterpiece. Yeah. Last of Us. Right. That's a masterpiece. I think God of War is too. I think 2018 God of War and so far Ragnarok fits that for me.
1: Right. I'm trying I've always tried to think of a word that like described a 10 out of 10 game without using, like, perfect or, like, masterpiece. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I feel like those words, like... You're never going to hit perfect. No. I mean, Breath of the Wild's not perfect. No, none of those games are perfect. No. But I think that they can be, you know, like... God, monumental. Maybe yeah. that's the word for it. Was it a monumental game? Yes. hmm I think so. Um, but... And you know, not we everyone's going to have to have
0: dis- another podcast about like what is what games are masterpieces. Right. Mm-hmm. We may disagree on Like Ocarina of Time, you know, that's a masterpiece. And it has plenty of flaws. It was made for the N64. <laughs> yeah, it
1: definitely has lots of flaws. Um, then we got Ren. And Ren. I'm a, I'm a Mia. I, I'm I'm not even going to try to get that last name, but I got Ren. I can do that. Ren, I'm a Mia. Ren said Halo is greater than any PlayStation exclusive.
0: Well, I'm just saying, Ren, it's a shame you don't like Halo because it's a good game. <laughs> um, I think they've been good for a long time and I think you should give them a fair shake, honestly. Um, the new game's fun. The first game's fun. The games in the middle are fun. Halo's great, man. I don't know why you're so down on it.
1: Look. <laughs> Halo. <clears throat> Halo-like Call of Duty has their like mm-hmm. diehards. Mm-hmm. And... Well, I guess it kind of lost that. What was it? The last Halo game before um, before the current one. I don't remember. Seemed to lose a lot of people. Yeah. I, I don't know. I've only played the first two Halo games. That's all I've played. And uh, I like Halo. I don't love Halo. Uh, I, I think that as a multiplayer game, you know, it was one of the first games to really utilize online multiplayer in a way that really... Clipped yeah. with a lot of people. And I think for that reason, it's it's a legendary franchise. It's
0: monumentous.
1: It's monumental in ways, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but monumental. Better yes. than any PlayStation exclusive, I'm sorry, but no. That is just wrong.
0: Well, I just really think you should give Halo a shot, Ren. So. Yeah.
1: <laughs> give it a go. Yeah. You might like it. You might like it. Want to talk about games of the week? Yeah, let's talk about games of the week. What you been playing, bro? So, um,
0: been playing Toy Story three for the Xbox three hundred
1: and sixty. No, I think that game's just meh. Mm. So, (laughs) talk about uh,
0: a masterpiece.
1: Yeah. So I uh, finished Bayonetta three. I did a review, a one minute review on that. So if you want more of my Mm -hmm. thoughts on uh, Bayonetta three, make a long story short, um, I think it's a very good Bayonetta game. I think it does some stuff like the combat is better than the first two games it has this awesome summon mechanic that was really really fun Hmm. Uh, bayonetta 3 was awesome but it had some things that kind of brought it down so i think it kind of averaged out to be just another it just sits right there with the other bayonetta games really really good i'd give them like an 8 out of 10 i'm interested
0: in bayonetta as a series because i haven't played any of them but i did watch some gameplay of bayonetta 3 and one thing i noticed is that the camera seems really weird at times like like, at times, there would be so much going on on the screen, mm-hmm. and your camera would, like, zoom out or come over here or something, and um, I couldn't even tell what where Bayonetta was or what she was doing, and it was really weird to me, and that may just be part of it. I don't know.
1: Yeah, like- it's definitely... Uh- there's a lot of that. Like it's very easy to lose Bayonetta in in all the crazy stuff that's going on. Uh, But those are only like temporary things. And Mm -hmm. as long as you have your combos and you are, there are other things that you can use. Like there's audio cues and all kinds of stuff. So Mm -hmm. like it, it seems worse from like watching Bayonetta Mm -hmm. to me, Mm -hmm. like watching the combat sections always seems way more chaotic than it actually feels when you're playing the game. Gotcha. Yeah. To me personally. Um, So I finished Bayonetta. Um, I finished playing Escape Academy, which I also did a review on. Um, Catherine and I played that in co-op, and I did a review on that one too. Um, But I wanted to tell you something really interesting about uh, this that made me think about it. So I played Escape Academy through Game Pass. Right. Which I told you last week that I got back just so we could play Escape Academy and we played another game, whatever game we played before Escape Academy. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was the uh, Costume Quest game. Yep. So I got Game Pass for that. And it's, uh, as you know, Game Pass for console is 9 a month. Yep. So... um. It was this morning, I go on because I'm going to cancel it because I just wanted the one month of it. We're not playing any games on Game Pass right now, so I was just going to cancel it. And I went on to do it, and it was like, okay, cancel Game Pass. And it said, you have two options. We can either just not bill you, and you can continue to play throughout your month Mm because I had a few days left. Or it said, or you can cancel right now, and we'll refund you. And I did. And they refunded me the entire $9.99. Even though what? I only had like two or three days left in the month and I'd already played two games on it this month. So you got two free games. They just completely, re- we got to play games, two games for free. They just completely refunded every dollar that I spent this month on it. That's awesome. No idea why.
0: That's really weird. So that seems weird. like a
1: mistake. It does seem like a mistake. But that's cool. But I checked and it already went through. They just refunded it. Can't have their money back now. No. It was just so strange. Nice um i also played uh some sonic frontiers and i decided to abandon that yeah it, it sonic frontiers was n- you talk about a game that was not my cup of tea i i really had expectations that i would like it i've watched a lot of reviews um, the reviews heard, are
0: mostly positive
1: yeah and i've watched gameplay and i thought oh it'd be okay I got into it and just realized, like, it was not fun at all.
0: It You know, it's weird to me that the reviews are so positive. I mean, I haven't played it, but I'm, it never really looked that fun or good to me. And now that I'm seeing, like, actual finished gameplay, it still doesn't.
1: It, it's, it looks
0: like this, like, really empty world that there are these, like, little Sonic no. assets sprinkled in. And you do them sometimes. I
1: only did the first, like, I guess, world. Yeah. And... It definitely didn't feel empty, but the one of the main criticisms I had with it is that the map system was awful. You do stuff, like many things, to unlock sections of the map, mm-hmm. but there is no—you can't—in the map, you couldn't, like, select an area and then track it. You had to just, like, kind of orient yourself, but it had—the mm. HUD was—it gave you, like, a thing, but you couldn't track anything except your main quest, or like the main thing it wants you to do, and oftentimes you need to go away from there to gather stuff to come back to it. But you couldn't. it was just like mm. I don't know—it just didn't—it didn't work for me. That's annoying. Yeah, obviously I've been playing God of War. How do you um, like it? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Catherine and I started playing Rayman Origins, which is a—we're uh, playing it on the PlayStation Three, and it's a 2D platformer. Really, really great. I've you know. I think I've talked about how much I love Rayman Legends which is the game after Origins mm-hmm. so to go back and play Origins uh, it's maybe not quite as good as Legends but it's still very good yeah and still working on Mario plus Rabbit Sparks Hope
0: oh, so nice and I'm interested in that one for sure
1: very good it's very good I'm just taking my time with it I'm kind of playing it in little spurts
0: mm-hmm. little little spurts of hope
1: I think that I'm on like the either the last world or the second to last world of that so I'm getting close nice so besides God of War what you been playing uh, well, I've been
0: playing God of War, and you know, I like it. <clears throat> and then beyond that, it's pretty much just been mo- a couple mobile games for me. So, uh, Rocket League Sideswipe, I'm still playing, it's freaking awesome. And I found this game because I wanted to play Vampire Survivors. But Vampire Survivors, even though it totally could be, is not a mobile game. Uh, it's coming so, to Switch? Yeah, yeah, it is. And that's great. Um, so, I Googled mobile games like Vampire Survivors because Vampire Survivors was actually based on a mobile game but that game was Android only I think. Mm. Um, and I found this game called 20 minutes till dawn. Mm-hmm. And it's basically Vampire Survivors with just a couple differences and it's great. So I played that a lot actually.
1: Was it a paid game or was it a-
0: It was paid. It was like $3 or something and I bought it. Worth it. It was 20 t- minutes
1: till dawn. 20 minutes till dawn. Is it like a
0: it's, you is know, it
1: like horror themed like yeah like
0: yeah yeah it's like hordes of zombies and, and monsters and crap and you have different characters that you unlock you have different guns that you unlock you actually it actually is kind of like twin sticky but not in the way that I hate because I don't really like like 2d twin stick shooters but this is like top down and it's you know not as chaotic I mean it is chaotic but it's not as fast I should say um and I really like it there's also a quick play mode that only takes 10 minutes till dawn
1: Ooh, ten minutes.
0: Because it, it, like Vampire Survivors does end, but it takes quite a while to get to the end. Mm-hmm. In this one, the goal is to survive twenty minutes,
1: which is a long time for a mobile
0: game. <laughs> yes, it is. So I I do the ten minute mode. Hmm. So um, really good.
1: Yeah, I need to get back. I used to play mobile games all the time.
0: I think I might do a, a little short on some mobile games that I that I should. Found.
1: You should. That'd be cool. I think a lot of people would like that. So. Um, now that we're at kind of at the end of the podcast here, I want to uh, give a shout out to uh, our Three for Dale Club. And today that is Landon Stallings again. Landon, thank you so much for you know, keeping the Three for Dale Club alive.
0: Landon, you're a freaking G.
1: <laughs> but if you made it uh, to the end of the podcast, let us know by putting Three for Dale in the comments. That lets us know that you made it all the way to the end. You know our secret code. And uh, we'll shout you out at the end of the next podcast.
0: Yes. And we have a very special and slightly somber announcement. We do. So as you guys know, or at least as Landon knows, because he's the only one here right now, um, we have been sponsored by Canaan Bridge of Spirits for PS5 for many moons now. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we've, how many times have we said get Canaan like never before? I mean, honestly, it gets me a little misty just thinking about it. But uh, they they dropped us Mm -hmm. like a hot, steamy bag of taters. Yep. Uh, so we're open for new sponsors. You know, if you are a game, um, preferably some sort of quirky indie game, and you want to sponsor the Gaming Gig podcast, hit us up.
1: Yeah, because we're, we're looking for a new sponsor since uh, Kano decided that they no longer wanted to fund this endeavor. We yep. don't know why they decided they didn't want to do that. They didn't exactly nope. say. Um, they said that Get Kanad wasn't actually an official slogan of theirs, and it promoted I don't know, something that they didn't like.
0: Right, and I said not with that attitude, and they hung up the phone. Right. So uh, I don't know. I don't know what's up with that.
1: They didn't like the way we promoted their brand.
0: No. Um, Uh, They also didn't like the way we chunked the box with Reckless Abandon, but we're not going to stop that. So don't reach out if you don't want us to chunk your box.
1: Right. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: If you Hashtag are chunk your boss. We're not looking
1: for a company here. We're looking for a game. We're looking you must be a game. You have to be a game. You have to be a game. We're not we're not promoting anything but a game. Yep. <laughs> but anyways guys, until next time, I'm Randy and I'm Daniel and this has been Gaming Geek. Peace out.